Welcome back to Refine the Podcast. I have no idea what episode this is. I don't either, at actually. All. But we're here either. and we're doing it. We have my beautiful wife. Wow. Wife? Wife. Wow. Abigail Terry. Abby Terry? Terry. Yeah, so I that's just got a notification. Abby Terry tagged you in a post. I was like, ah, what? And the man Wesley Woodard, as usual, we are in the house. So we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. I'm super excited. Yeah, right before we hit record, we were talking about just the service this Sunday. Uh, and Logan was about to tell a story, and I wanted to hit record before he told it. Yeah. Didn't ruin the moment. Well, I, well, I was just simply talking about uh, this morning we um, are there, second service, 1045. Uh, we were this morning, first of all, woke up, and the first thing I did typically – um, I am a lazy bum on Sundays when it comes to getting up and getting to church. Not I'm just going to be honest about that. No. <laughs> but um, uh, this morning I woke up you know, early, and um, for the past couple of weeks I have been getting up, going to the gym, you know, trying to just change, um, change myself for the better. So um, my sleep schedule is – we're doing pretty good. Yes, sir. So this morning I wake up and I'm like, well uh, – I don't really know what to do because Abigail's sleeping. I think I'm going to go read my Bible. Uh, and so I did that, and I prayed a little bit. And then God was like, hop up on the live stream, Life Points live stream, and go ahead and watch uh, a little bit of the service. So as it was starting and Wesley was doing um, the introduction. Yeah, just like the welcome, welcome like, yeah, everybody to church. On stage. And- um, I heard, and so I messaged Weston. I was like, "Yo, this this is good." Like, you know, uh, I was just super excited. So we get there, and we we listened to a wonderful sermon this morning. Pastor yeah. Gabe did a, a great job. And long story short, to get to the point, uh, we're at the last song after the sermon. We're wrapping up last song. I've got both hands lifted, and I'm just happy to be there. You know, I'm smiling ear to ear. It's just one of those Sundays where you're just you feel good that you're there and you're serving. Um, and I just go into ugly cry and it, it hit me immediately. And I know that I look terrible and, but I don't care, you know, I, but I, I just start crying and tears are rolling and like, you feel the true goodness of God and you're like, I'm forgiven. You know, that's how I felt. That's, I just felt yeah. like I'm forgiven and Christ is, you know, taking everything that I've ever done against him. Um, and he has forgiven me for that. And so I felt so good, but, um, as I'm crying, I look over at Abigail, and then I see um, uh, her friend beside her, and I see y'all two worshiping. This is what I was going to say. You thought she thought, I it, thought was it was going to be something funny. You're like, you're going to make fun me. of her. No, yeah. not at all. Like that's it, what I thought. <laughs> that's why you're like, let's hit record. Yeah, yeah. let's hit record. She's going to get, get roasted. <laughs> y'all are no, jerks. <laughs> not at all. Like I look over though, and I see you and your friend and uh, y'all worshiping together. And I thought this is what Abigail has been praying for for a mm-hmm. long time for friendship. And that's good. And so it made me choke up even more that God had given you that and you were spending your Sunday morning with your husband, our best friend on stage, uh, you know, get doing announcements and stuff and your, you know, best friend beside you and all of our other friends surrounding us. And I just thought it was, it was very nice to see full circle what God's done, um, you know, for us. So that's going to be emotional. Yeah. I thought you were, were going to roast one of us. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I was, was I was worshiping so hard, I just about bought her to the ground by accident. I was going crazy, and then I run into her full speed. I felt yeah. so bad. It was a great. Yeah, sense. I like. I was telling them, you know, because I, I was sitting away from them, and I was like, man, I was jumping around. I was. I had my Bible in my hand. Like I had my hands raised, but I had my Bible in one hand. Yeah. Like the Word of God. I was like, yes. <laughs> it was uh, really great. Great. The Lord is mm-hmm. good. I went even crazier last week, though. Oh my! Last week was unreal. Last week was really good. 
it's oh praise the name i told them i was like we could do oh praise the name and um great you lord every week and i'd be fine it would never get old never well i I think um going back to what i was saying about waking up early this morning and being excited from the beginning i hopped straight into the word and then watched service um and then we we came to church the reason why i was so excited is because it's one of those days where you're serving all day long um and so naturally as a christian which our church has this you know saying you're never more like christ than when you're serving others Mm -hmm. it's so true because it truly does bring so much joy and peace into your life and so that's what we're we're talking about essentially uh this episode is what it looks like to serve what serving does for us um whether that's uh, serving the body or, uh, or the church or serving an individual um or your friends or your family just there's all kinds of ways to serve and today i think i was just so excited simply because i knew that I'll, by the time i get to church today Till the time it's eight thirty nine o'clock tonight, I'm still going to be at the church. Like <laughs> it, one of those days where we yeah. we just ate lunch at the church. We had a meeting for the youth uh, youth camp, um, and now we're recording podcast. We have another meeting coming up for small groups. We yeah. have Connect Night. It's a great great opportunity to serve today, and so it brings you know the utmost joy to you. Um, and Abby, Abby brought to our attention that she doesn't think we've ever done an episode talking about like just serving specifically right. and the mm-hmm. importance behind it. So I think that's kind of what this this recording is going to kind of uh, cater to. Yeah. Um, you remember on the way back from Timothy and Abby's wedding, mm-hmm. I believe, I could be wrong. Um, when I was third willing. With on the way to Bucky's. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the newly married couple. And you yeah. got that. Pecan. pecan candle oh, oh. so good i haven't even lit that yet i'm saving it let us know if you say pecan or pecan, pecan. if you say pecan you're terrible we need to come I'm and lay kidding. hands and pray <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's the, hey anybody that ain't never been to bucky's though those if when you walk in the initial aroma that you yeah, get those, it's, an, it's not a smell it's an aroma it's of those glazed pecans, pecans. oh my delicious <laughs> But they got a candle there that is the same scent. You better believe I bought it, too. Good stuff. Man. I don't know where you were going with me being at Bucky's. Well, okay. So, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> we were on the excited. way back from uh, their wedding, and we were talking about how each person has an individual gift and how our indi- individual gifts to collectively you know, mm. allow us to serve uh, one another. And basically, First Peter 4.10 it's, ah, it's right before your favorite verse. Right before. <laughs> I thought yeah. he was going to say it. <laughs> no, I was waiting on here at First Peter 4, 12. As surprised. each has received a gift, <laughs> use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. And so we each have, like, Wesley's got a gift that I don't have. You've got a gift that I don't have. I've got a gift that you guys don't have. And so together, and this is why it's so important for us to come together, collectively, yeah. we ha- are able to serve at our own utmost core value because we have come together and allowed your gift my gift your gift to kind of marinate within one another and harmonize harmonize that's what i was yeah there you go what's well, part is what we talked about yep. last sunday but our pastor literally got over there and played the piano so far it was, it was so it was such I a good home i was like dad that is the best service <laughs> i i'd probably have ever heard yeah. um, it was it was really good and um really the the whole point behind of that service and that message was is, is that, like Logan said we all have different gifts and talents and what Gabe illustrated by playing the piano is you know he, he would play one key 
Um, and it was just the same noise over and over and over again. And then he would start adding other keys until eventually, you know, obviously every key sounded a little bit different, but when they're all together, it sounds beautiful. Um, the same way with us and our talents and our gifts is, you know, we're not called to just all be in unison, all look the same, do the same things. Um, you know, we're called to use our talents that are different from each other, bring them together, and then we, you know, form a perfect harmony that helps build up the church yeah. and, and Christ. And in verse 11, same First Peter 4, going into verse 11, it says, uh, whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Uh, I think it's just so beautiful um, how God uses those who speak, those um, you know, speak the oracles of God, those who serve, and they serve by the strength that God supplies. Mm-hmm. You come together, you have one who speaks, one who serves, one who's able to, um, you know, say, decipher scripture, um, one who has discernment, one who has the talent uh, of worship, um, and one who has the talent to, or the gift to prophesy. Like, you know, we all come together with different gifts and essentially at the end of the day, you know, are able to do wonderful things for the benefit and this is the key part but for the benefit of the kingdom mm-hmm. we all need one another uh to do that and uh, it's it's a beautiful thing because what happens when it's not for the benefit of the kingdom who's it benefiting well it's essentially really it's not benefiting anybody it's not benefiting anybody but who is it, who are we it's really we're trying to glorify ourselves when we're right, not. right. It, it ends up becoming a cell it, and you're exactly right it doesn't benefit nobody yeah um, and that was, I tried, as soon as you started reading that, I flipped to First uh, Corinthians 13, and it says, uh, Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. And, you know, the prophecies, the tongues, the knowledge, we can just identify those as just gifts that some yeah. of us might have. And But it says it will pass away. Uh, for we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When Christ comes all of these things will pass away. Yeah. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. And this is the key point. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three. But the greatest of these is love. So if we're not serving other people with love in the forefront of our mind and Christ in the forefront of our mind, who is love, then you know we're not doing it the right way, and it's not going to benefit nobody. Uh, I mean, it says somewhere, and maybe you know the verse I'm talking about. I could look it up easily, but it, it talks about he who does not serve his own household is worse than the unbeliever. Oh, it's in Proverbs. <laughs> but it's a good verse, and if you truly think about it, yeah. he who is not providing for his family spiritually, you know, is is worse than the unbeliever. And um, you go on to read many more out of Matthew 20, even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, yeah. and to give his life as a ransom for many. And then in Matthew 23, it says, the greatest among you shall be your servant. Mm. And you continue to read, and it, it continues to go, Mark, and whoever would be the first among you uh, must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. And it continues. It just keeps going on. Oh and yeah, on and, and on. then I, I was flipping around. Y'all probably saw me at the beginning of this. I was flipping around. I was doing like I was. I looked at Abby and I was like fist yeah, pumping because yeah. I finally found it. But in John thirteen, it talks about Jesus watching, washing. I said watching, 
he wasn't watching their feet. He was washing <laughs> the disciples' feet. Yeah. <laughs> just Jesus just watching somebody's toes. That's weird. I'm sorry, Jesus Lord. Jesus had a foot fetish. I'm sorry, Lord, for <laughs> forgive us for we are sinful people. Um, but I mean, seriously, it's such a like what Logan just got done reading is you know the Son of Man came to serve. Um, he didn't come to be served. And it is such that is such a key point in in the life of Jesus that we have to come to the realization of. And, you know, they were all like, why in the world are you washing our feet? Like, you're the Messiah. You're the Savior. Um, you know, you're the great teacher. Like, why are you washing our feet? Like, Pete, they were mad about it. Right. It, um, it reminds me of when John's like, I'm not baptizing you. Like, you're baptizing yeah. me. You yeah. know, and he came to serve. Uh, so you're exactly right. When John the Baptist baptized, yep, yep, hundred percent. So, I think from in Hebrews chapter thirteen, it says, "Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God." And to not neglect to do good and to share what you have—that's the hardest part yeah. for us to do. I think that's why serving so hard because it's serving is sacrificing things that we have. Mm. The majority of the time, it's our time. And a lot of us are very stingy when it comes to our time. We don't want to spend, you know, an hour and a half, two hours Sunday morning um, serving others. We sometimes, you know, I've even said myself, like, I serve on Wednesday nights, you know, like, I, that's, that's my serve opportunity. I don't want to serve on Sunday mornings. I want to go to church and I want to spend time with Christ. But I can spend time with Christ, you know, serving mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning just as well as I can a Wednesday night. Yeah. You know, essentially what i'm trying to get at is when you serve you know and you're able to serve others you do find yourself feeling closer to christ and you do feel true joy and peace in doing so but most importantly when you have new faces coming to church and sometimes these people have never been to church before at all and they have people who are at the forefront of the church before you even breach the doors who are you know, saying, Hey, hello, how are you doing? You know, my name is yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's not like a fake kind of like, hello. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, these people, these are people who have genuinely gone out of their way to sign up to, to serve. Yeah. To you be know? the person that greets that new guest. Right. Right. And so one thing that I do appreciate about, you know, our home church is that we get to sign up for any, you know, any category we want, you know, we get the option to choose. Do you want to serve on Wednesday nights with the youth? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you can do that. Or you can, you know, you can introduce yourself to or a greeter. That's what yeah, I'm you can be a you greeter. Can, you can do children's ministry. Exactly. Heck, they've let my dumb tail play guitar now on the worship team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, if you want to serve somewhere, I mean, you'll, you'll There's be There's plenty of – and I'm, I, I say all that to say I'm sure at your home church, wherever you're at, you know, all throughout the United States – there's going to be opportunities for you to serve. Um, You know, and at the end of the day, if there's, if you go somewhere that you absolutely adore, but say your church isn't so heavy on the, Hey, come serve. You can step out and be that for, you know, your church go and, and, and serve others. So I just pointed at Abby (laughs) and I was like, Oh yeah, they got some good stuff here. Um, Abby said something that really, really stood out to me uh, the last time we recorded and she talked about how community was indispensable. Um, and lo and behold, I just found a verse um, talking about your gifts and how important each one of them are. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. I just thought that was really cool. Fire. 
And I mean, because you think about it, I, I know that we, I think we've made this reference before talking about the pinky toe. Yeah. <laughs> I know we that. have, but I mean, but like, you know, the pinky toe might be somebody who's just a greeter, you know, although they might not feel like what they do is um, very important or somebody outside looking in might feel like, you know, why in the world do they have to have a greeter? Um, their job is very important. It's almost as important as what the pastor does on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. when he preaches the word. It's very, very important. Um, so I, mean, I, I think it's just, I thought that was cool. It's while, indispensable. While y'all are talking about that, it made me think how another good excuse of not serving or witnessing in general or just showing up to church is people are like, oh, well, like I'm doing good. That's, this goes back to the complacency that I talked about last episode. Like, oh, I'm good. I don't need this. And while we always need it, sometimes it's about somebody is there that needs you. Ugh. It's not that you have to show up into church for one Sunday to have your salvation. It's that somebody is in that building or wherever you're going to serve that needs you to be there because they need your gift or the word to come from your mouth or your story or whatever it may be. And there's all kinds of times where it's Wednesday night at youth and I think Mm -hmm. to myself, oh my gosh, I had the most insane day in kindergarten land and I just want to stay in my bed. But there's one of those girls that needs me to be there that night. Because something happened that week that only I could help them relate to. Yeah, that's why God calls us to obedience. And that's also why God puts each other in in our lives for a reason. Because some days when you don't want to go, I encourage you to go vice versa. Mm -hmm. And there's some times where, like, say the podcast, for example, Zane's not here right now, but Zane has been harping on me and Wesley to record a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you got to have those people in your life to kind of push you and say, and that goes along with serving, where we are constantly serving one another. I got it. something so uh, a great uh, mentor um, for me and Logan both, and even Abby too. Um, he's an executive pastor at a church. John, if you listen to this, shout out to you. He reposted this. So isn't this isn't his words? But man, it ate me up that day, and it resonates with what Abby said. To those that are, who are in very who are very involved at church, Sundays can look like tasks to accomplish, goals to meet, timelines to follow, words to sing, images to capture, instruments to play screens to manage people to please to others it's that same service that saves their marriage calls their children home keeps someone from committing suicide men's relationships breathes hope into a life that for years has felt hopeless Fire. i was like i read that and i was like oh my gosh because that's how a lot of the times that's how i feel because I, yeah. I, I i do i do a lot and it's my own fault because i sign up for everything <laughs> And I, and I don't say I do a lot to try to like I'm not boosting my head by that. Right. I mean it's just it's a I do a lot, and sometimes you get to that point where you feel like that burnout. You feel the burnout, but at the right. same time, you know, you know, yeah, I did welcome an announcement this morning, and to me, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But there might have been somebody that needed to hear mm-hmm. just the fact that I just got up there and said, you know, Christ has came and saved us, right. and He's resurrected, and we can choose to live a life with Him. Just, just simple as that. That might have just, you know, helped save somebody's marriage. You just never know. Yeah. And oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, you can go ahead and speak, Wesley. Go to uh, Galatians six nine. Okay. Uh, see if you can find some commentary on right. that specific verse in your Bible while Abby shares this, because I'm gonna share that verse in a minute. Like I was saying a minute ago about, it's not even just about serving necessarily, but even just showing up to church. One Sunday, this has been several months ago now. Church had already started, and our pastor, Gabe, had come down the aisle. We were sitting in the front row and tapped on me and said, hey, can I borrow you? And I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Because <laughs> church was already going. And so I had walked back to the very back of the sanctuary with him, and he said, hey, uh, there's this girl. She's here sitting by herself. 
would you care to sit with her? Like, I don't want her to be alone. And so when I had walked up to her, I realized it was a girl that we had gone to school with. And she like immediately, you could see like the relief on her face. And I said, Hey, do you want to sit back here? Like I have some friends up there that I can introduce you to. And you could tell she wasn't very comfortable. And so she was like, uh, I just want to sit back here. And I was like, okay, I'll sit with you. And, um, I think she ended up saying like, I don't want you to feel like you have to sit here with me. Like if you want to go back up there with them, you can. And I was like, no, absolutely not. I'm not going to let you sit by yourself. And when we had gotten through about two or three songs, she had looked at me and said, I'm really glad that you stayed. Thank you. And by the end of the service, I had walked her up to my friends, introduced her to everybody. And now she is like one of the biggest parts of the college group that we have. And she's there every Sunday. And it's just like, what if I wouldn't have been there that day and she hadn't seen anybody she knew? Would she have been a part of this community? Would she have met anybody else that she knows? What what would have turned out with that? So just me showing up that morning could have changed her path and what church she That's such a good word, though. I mean, just showing up. Yes, like I didn't do anything. Serving, but you were serving, and you didn't even know it. Right, exactly. I, I remember that day specifically because I turned around and like I was you're, gone. <laughs> you're gone. Yeah, Logan's like, "Where's my?" I was, like, fiance, was it fiance at the time? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Where is she? Where's, Where's she my at? fiance?" But at? I was like, "Well, I mean, heck, I got all my homies up here, so I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm just gonna worship." But it, that's really cool. So I wanted to share. Y'all were talking about serving and getting burnt out. That was the word that popped up, and it's right before y'all said that the Lord put a verse on my heart, and it's. Um, Galatians 6 9 and it says um, and let us not grow weary of doing good uh, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up and that last part uh, and I did want you to look at a little commentary for it but it says if we do not give up yeah which is funny because when we read a lot of times we expect God to just show up and show out and I'm not saying God does not show up and show out by no means but it also takes a little bit of effort on our behalf. He asked for a mustard seed of faith. That's all he asked of us. But he doesn't say, there's nowhere in the Bible that you will find where God's like, I'm just going to hand you patience or mm-hmm. I'm just going to hand you happiness or joy. He can and he certainly will. But it's <laughs> He's going to hand you a situation exactly. where you have to display that. Exactly. So I love how it says if we do not give up, let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we'll, we will reap. Yeah. And I, I know that in my commentary, which our commentary is And see, the my, same. I don't even have one about verse 9. Okay, so it says, oh, shoot, I don't either. Yeah. So it I says 7 through that. 8, whatever one sows, they will also reap. In this context, Paul's reference mm-hmm. to reaping is a reference to the blessing of eternal life. Yeah. And I like before, I didn't even read that, but I was just thinking of the fact that I always look at everything and sowing seeds and you can't expect to sow a seed and immediately see it sprout up. Right. Not at all. I mean, it takes time and it takes. It and takes you may never water. see it. You sure you're, man, Abby. But it says. You're killing we, me today, man. I'm <laughs> telling you, Abby's been bringing the word. <laughs> That's, what, what, what I love is it says um, it will reap in due season. Yeah. If we do not give up. So that's that's the part that a lot of people are going to read to the oh well hey, we'll reap eternal life, and then cut off that mm-hmm. that next part. Oh well, I, you, you you would think and you would hope that people think oh we're going to reap eternal life, but a lot of people think okay, let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap. Well, they think oh yeah, well God's going to bless me with money, money mm-hmm. and power and whatever it is, right? Uh, because that's because I've been doing good for him. Well, I'll, of course he's. There's gonna. many ways this could go. Obviously, oh, this is the yeah. This a lot is, of people could read this and say, you know, we we have to do good in order to get to heaven. Well, I mean, no crap, you do good when you accept Christ because Christ yeah. Christ changes, you know, your life, um, and 
naturally you just your heart changes you yeah. start doing good um but again if we do not give up is the key word because at the end of the day we many of us have accepted i've done this this is why there are statistically way more rededications than there actually are just one-time salvations it's because we accept christ yeah. as our lord and savior in quotations okay <laughs> and then w we give up like yeah. we just were like well I got my ticket punched. It's kind of like Polar Express. I like punch your ticket, you know, in the movie. Well, I got my ticket punched, and uh, I'm good to go. You know, I'm going to heaven. Shoot, that's all I'm here for. Yeah. You know, it's very selfish of us, but we we all do it. Uh, and at the end of the day, what I want us to get from this is we have a fight, and it's a constant everyday battle. There's spiritual warfare in being a Christian. You, we have one another, you know, to – to get through life with. And that's what we talked about this morning. And we have a God who is there for us every yeah. second uh, of every day, no matter what we face or go through. And we have to remember that. We My uh, commentary I looked up, uh, it says the phrase lose heart uh, in our Bibles. Um, uh, Do not grow weary of doing good. Uh, in some translations it says um, don't lose heart. Um, but for us, I think at least in the ESV version, it says let us not grow weary. Um, but that that phrase specifically, it, it's talking about uh, in the ancient world. It's talking about labor, like a yeah, woman going yeah. through labor, um, and it, it talks about the kind of fear and weariness a woman experiences during labor before she delivers the baby. Um, basically, it just describes a time when the work is hard and painful, yeah. but it's also unfinished and unrewarded. Um, and it's really easy for us to lose heart. And it's really easy for us to uh, grow weary of doing good when you don't see like the end result. But that's when we're supposed to hang on. Um, you know, it's just point blank. It's when we're supposed to hold on tight to the Lord. You continue serving others, you will find joy and peace in doing so. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, that's what I feel like serving is a huge part of keeping you from getting to that point where you've just punched your card and you end yeah. up rededicating your life somewhere down the road. Is well, You are constantly reminded of God's grace and his goodness, and you see his works when you're constantly serving, which yeah. really when you're doing that, that's what helps restore your faith because when you go through those day-to-days and you're constantly experiencing those trials like Logan and I had talked about in the last episode, it's easy to lose heart. But mm -hmm. when you're constantly seeing him renew the lives of others, it gives you that hope, well, he's going to do the same for me when yeah. you're there serving. Yeah, and I think that's the message to, to kind of wrap everything up for at least just this conversation that I think will eventually end up being another conversation another time. But I think the main message that – kind of we're all saying here is that you know if you're in that season where you do feel burnt out and you do feel just tired and you're like man i haven't you know i'm struggling like i'm in the middle of these trials and god hasn't brought me through it yet and i just don't see the the end of the finish line um just keep pushing uh, right. don't don't grow weary of doing good and keep pushing just know that you know he promises to to look out for you but others you first through. and continue to love people through and through and um what we read this morning uh, out of hebrews chapter 3 it says but exhort one another every day as long as it is called today that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin yeah um you know we are able and have the opportunity to serve others and as long as we are together um and we do serve alongside other believers and we serve our fellow members of the church and those outside of the church, we do find joy in Christ. Um, and our hearts, like Abigail is saying, 
the more that we are in tune with the spirit and we the more that we are serving and part of the church the body and become the body of the church mm-hmm. uh, we're close to christ that's as close as you can possibly be to christ and as he's working through us and we're doing these things for the benefit of his kingdom and sharing the gospel and helping and serving others you know we're going to learn what it's like and god is going to reveal himself you know to us in those in those moments but the longer you don't serve the less you want to go back to it the more you get out of that habit the more you're going to try to keep yourself removed yep. you're speaking from experience yeah. i am speaking from experience <laughs> i am yeah. i mean the devil wants us to not exactly because he doesn't want anybody to, to come to know christ and doesn't want anybody to feel loved and that's the reason why we serve is to love on others and them to experience christ mm-hmm. yeah so that's yeah. all i got that's all i got that's good stuff though I, i'm I, i'm glad that you'd brought that up because we really hadn't talked about it i don't think um i really enjoyed doing this one it's been fun yeah for sure well as always it's it's a pleasure Um, whatever episode this is we appreciate you guys uh tuning in and uh um, if you made it this far uh, we appreciate the love and the support and we hope that you guys um have become a more refined disciple today amen so with that being said we will holler at you guys next time and (laughs) God bless, and we'll be praying for you. Please be praying for us because we need it. We are sinners in need of prayer badly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, goofy sinners. Yeah, we are. We're yeah. goofy. Well, love you guys and appreciate it, and we'll holler at y'all next time.